0: Just because I, I, I have, you know, I, I've, I've had cancer or I have cancer, you know, doctors don't even know. Just because that's happened does not mean that I'm, you know, I'm going to be destroyed by it. Doesn't mean that I can't achieve what I want to achieve. Um, you know, I don't know. I may live to be 150 years old or I may get hit by a bus tomorrow. I have no idea. But what I do know is that in the moment right now of each and every day, I'm going to live it to the absolute fullest and dominate every single day. So...
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Running From Comfort. Yes, I know my voice sounds a little raspy. I'm a bit sick at the moment, but regardless of that, today's show, we have a very special guest. His name is Logan Sneed, and he is the founder and operator of a company called Fusion Lean. At 22 years old, Logan runs two companies has just finished authoring his first book, which he tells us the title of today. And he's also a survivor of stage 4 brain cancer. At the age of 19, he was diagnosed with um, these stage 4 brain tumors. He's had them surgically removed, and he's been in remission ever since and uses keto and fasting as part of his protocol to keep that away. So in today's show, what we talk about is we talk a little bit about keto, we talk about fasting and the health benefits of both, We also then talk about Logan's mindset as what Logan does on his social media is that he documents his journey of him going out there and achieving his goals and dreams every single day. And he encourages other people to do the same thing. So we get stuck into that because I think it's great that he does that. I think it's awesome that we have people like Logan on the internet out there trying to encourage people and inspire them. And his story itself, you know, it's quite an inspiring story. So look, I hope you guys Enjoy today's show so sit back relax and let me know what you guys think once you're done listening so here's what i want everybody listening to do if you enjoy today's show please go to the platform that you're listening to this on give it a rating and a review and let us know we're listening me and logan want to know what you guys think of today's show so make sure you take a screenshot on your phone and upload it to your instagram story and tag out at logan underscore fusion lean and tag me at galloways underscore take Alright guys, and don't forget to subscribe to the show. And if you did enjoy it, make sure you share it with somebody else who will enjoy. Alright, enjoy today's show.
2: Cool. Alright, on today's show of Running from Comfort, we have from Austin, Texas, we have Logan Sneed, I.k.a. on the Instagram Fusion Lean. Logan, how are we today?
0: I'm good, how are you?
2: I'm well. Now, Logan, would you like to introduce yourself to the people? Tell them what you do.
0: Yeah, my name is uh, Logan Sneed. I'm, I'm the founder and CEO of uh, FusionLean.com. Um, I have you know online meal and workout keto plans for people, helping them transform and see the results that they want. And uh, I'm a public figure. Um, I'm an author of a book coming out in September. Um, and uh, yeah, public speaker and
2: social media influencer. Hey, so, and how old are you again? Uh 22. 22. And uh, let me get this correct. You run two coaching businesses, is that correct?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you do correct. the you do the keto coaching and you also do the business coaching. Yeah. And you just and you finished writing this first book as well. You're just getting it published, is that?
0: Yeah, it's coming out in like late August or early September, one of the two. So yeah.
2: Oh, I look forward to it, man. I'm definitely going to pick up your book. That's 100%. That's on my reading list. Um but now I want to ask you, so are you the world's busiest twenty two year old? two coaching businesses, two coaching businesses? Yeah, you just finished yeah. authoring a book? Um, <laughs> how do you stay on top of it all? I, I just love it, man. I just love the grind. I
0: mean, I, I love I, I mean I, i'm I'm obsessed with the hard work. like it's just fun to me.
2: Um, so yeah, it's it's my hobby. <laughs> what got you what got you into this hard work mentality? like <laughs> have you always had that or,
0: yeah, I've definitely always had that. But I think what's really kept it there is seeing the results. You know, like whenever people don't put in hard work, they don't get results. When they put in hard work, they get results. And when you put in continued hard work, you get lifelong results. And that's exactly what I absolutely love.
2: Yes, no. And that that's something that is like so true. So um, I think one of the things as well, which I've been learning is like set, when you're setting yourself goals is to like, not just to set like goals, you know, something in the short term, like I'm going to diet really hard for six weeks and lose a couple of kilos. If you set it up in a way where it's a lifestyle, then you find yourself in a position where you're setting yourself up to achieve like bigger goals.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. So to get started on this, so with the keto stuff, what initially got you into keto? What was the original uh, reason why you got into that? It's...
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I was always wanting to shred down. I was wanting to see some results. I didn't know what to do. And on top of that, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. So whenever that happened, that was a whole stepping stone of like, you know, needing to figure out what I could do. And so um, I had a friend tell me about the keto diet one time and uh, he said, you know, Hey, I was just in Hawaii and uh, all these people in Hawaii do the keto diet. You know, you, now that you're fighting brain cancer, you should look into this. So. You know just being diagnosed with a brain tumor and you know um having stage four gli- glioblastoma tumor which is the worst ones out there um it really just motivated me it said you got either you, you you live or die that's you choose you know and so obviously i wanted to choose the living one so i had to do what, what, what it takes and so
2: that's how i found keto yeah wow so uh, i've got a few questions to ask on this so one how old were you when you were diagnosed with the um, brain cancer and the was it stage four glycoma tumors? Is that the right word? Sorry. Uh,
0: glioblastoma.
2: Glioblastoma. All right, that's that's a tongue twister. But how old were you? Uh, I was just almost twenty. Almost twenty.
0: Yeah. Man,
2: what? What? How did you handle that initially when you were diagnosed? Like.
0: I, I wish I could tell you because it's like I mean it's it's almost indescribable um, I mean I felt so lost I felt so weak I felt absolutely worthless I felt that my entire life I felt like all my my purpose was just gone like I felt completely worthless in every way that I could possibly think of um, because you know if I'm gonna be dying in one to ten years like the doctor t- told me is, is what will happen then I'm like why am I even here, you know? So, so yeah, it was, so, it was crazy. How long did they say you had again? Sorry, one to 10 years? Yeah, they said, well, they said, Logan, you have about one to 10 years left to live. But obviously, none of those things are, like, that's their that's their thoughts. And they never gave me the keto diet. They never gave me anything to try. They just gave me chemo and radiation. That was it. So, yeah,
2: uh, man, it's just, just, it's crazy, crazy ride. And like, what type of direction was your life? Like, what were you doing your life? Like at this moment, was it, was it different to what you're doing now?
0: Yes. I was doing like a ton of carbs every day. I was doing 400 grams of carbs a day, um, almost 4,000 calories a day. I was looking, I was trying to bulk up. I was like destroying my body in the gym. I mean, I just would train until I couldn't, you know, couldn't walk anymore. Um, and I just thought that was the right route to go. And, um, Yeah, and then now that I've transitioned, you know, it's definitely helped in so many different ways, and uh, you know, it's just changed me.
2: Yeah, and just going back again, just one more time. So, so you're almost 20. So you're 19. About to turn 20. You're being told you have anywhere from like one to 10 years to live. Like, just me personally, I could not imagine that. Now, what started to shift um, in your mindset moving forward to come out of that because you obviously don't have that mindset now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just, like, I've had a lot of people doubt me in my life. I've had a lot of, obviously, doctors doubt me. I've had a lot of um, people trying to say, oh, no, you probably shouldn't do that. You won't be able to start a business. You, know, you won't be able to achieve this. And I'm like, do I want to listen to that, or do I want to create my own life? Like, why, why am I chasing this, and why not go create it? You know, and so that's what motivated me. I said, I want to, I want to achieve something huge. I want to conquer this brain tumor and I want to conquer, you know, my own goals of starting a business, you know, so it came down to me wanting to achieve my goals or wanting to live in the circumstances that other people were giving me.
2: Yeah. So essentially what your attitude was, you weren't willing to accept that. And like, let's be, let's be real, right? You know, a doctor says you have one to 10 years to live, right? You have every excuse to not do all these things you're doing right now. You have every excuse in the book
0: yeah no exactly right hundred percent
2: but yeah you weren't willing to take that pass so what something that I find very interesting because I did the keto diet for a while so and I want to take it back here now so what exactly how does a keto diet um, mesh with your cancer treatment and what is it about keto that's helping to keep the cancer away now
0: yeah so basically um obviously some some people may know but The keto diet is where your body is using fattest fuel to allow your body to starve cancer or prevent tumor regrowth, right? And there's even people who have had a tumor, and the keto diet has helped shrink the tumor. So basically, that's what I've done is to develop a new way that my body is functioning off of fat. So if I'm using fattest fuel, it's starving of cancer in every way possible. And that's what I do every single day is reduce inflammation. Reduce stress and um, overall starve cancer, doing everything I can to do that. So that's what the keto diet has done for me. And I've lost over 50 pounds doing it. Um, You know,
2: it's just shredded.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's helped me in so many ways. So yeah.
2: Yeah. um, And what other benefits do you also feel like you get from the keto diet that maybe other people could benefit from?
0: Yeah, I mean, stress, anxiety. I would say um, cravings, you know, I think people can always have a lot of cravings of like, I want this food, I want to eat this, but because I brought in fasting with keto, it's cut down cravings 100%, and it's helped me become more um, grateful for food and, and, you know, and and things that I have and stuff like that, so.
2: Yeah, and I want to get back to um, fasting soon. It's something that I practice, but just, just take it back just a little bit more, so, with the keto stuff, none of your doctors would recommend that. Um, is that correct?
0: Correct. They said they had no idea what it is. is
2: Did yeah. you have any doctors advise against that? or?
0: Uh, no one advised against it, but none of them said, oh, yeah, do that. You know, um, I worked with one nutritionist who is not a real doctor, but he was a world-class nutritionist who said, yes, do that, do that, do that. Don't listen to your doctors. You need to do it. So, yeah, that definitely, you know, helped out, you know, me actually doing it a lot. So,
2: Yeah. And then what got you into the fasting side of things?
0: Yeah. So what got me into fasting was just overall knowing, like, I, I've done, I did more research on what autophagy is and what, you know, real intermittent fasting can do, especially for cancer patients. So I knew in my head, I'm like, well, if I'm doing fasting – and I'm doing keto, It's kind of like a two-in-one combo. So why not do both? Okay, let's do both and see what, what happens. So now that I brought in fasting, it's it's helped me obviously starve more potential cancer. Um, it's helped me reduce cravings. It's helped me become grateful. It's helped me um, live in the present time and not thinking about food. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, just, it's helped so many different ways,
2: reducing inflammation. Um, yeah, all that. And at the moment, you're doing, what is it? How many, how many hours do you fast every day?
0: Yeah, uh, 20 to 22 hours.
2: And how long have you been doing that for?
0: I've been doing this for more than 30 days.
2: More than 30 days. And like, how do you feel as opposed to the 30 days beforehand?
0: Yeah, so I mean, I've done fasting for a while. So I used to do like 16-hour fasting. Then I did 18-hour. And then now I'm like, okay, let's go to 20. So now... <laughs> oh, bless me! Oh man! Um, I would say that, like in general, um, I feel great. I really do, and I think what's what's what it's helped me with is my thoughts of food and my improved productivity. Because I know sometimes we're like, "Oh, oh, it's lunchtime. What are we gonna do?" Mm, uh, that's me. Uh, okay, let's go make something, and it just takes you right off, you know, track. So I've been so much more productive in just focusing on getting everything done and then boom, okay, now it's time to break the fast. It's so towards the end of the day, you know, you're good to go. So
2: Yeah, so it's like you yeah, get your food in, then I don't know. Do you, you follow basketball? It's like NBA playoffs are on. Oh, yeah. You're from Texas. Oh, yeah. oh, so I've got to ask, Houston or San Antonio?
0: I'm a San Antonio fan, dude.
2: Good choice, man. Good choice.
0: see this right here? That's an autographed Kawhi Leonard jersey.
2: Oh, how do, you yeah. feel, how do you feel about Kawhi these days, though? I mean, he kind of just ditched on the franchise a little bit.
0: I mean, I, I got to put myself in his shoes, you know. I mean, I respect him. He's my favorite player. You know, he's just so humble. He deserves all, all that he's getting.
2: Mm. What about that game winner? What was it? Um, was it yesterday, I think, or the Did day it,
0: before? Yeah, I, I, I predicted it. I said, watch, Kawhi's going to hit a game winner, and it actually happened. So.
2: <laughs> what about that laugh, though? What about his laugh?
0: Yeah, he's just like – that's what I like about him. He's like he's like a, a little kid, you know. It's like he doesn't need to show anybody how good he is or, like, successful he is. You can just see it and he's just a good kid. He enjoys it.
2: Yeah, he is. For anybody listening, though, um, that has not seen this or does know what we're talking about, even if you don't care about basketball, just go Google Kawhi Leonard Laugh because it's a it's a clip of him and it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. But – all right, we're straight a, little, straight a little bit away off topic there, but that's all right. Um, all so in terms of that fasting, um, what is like the longest fast you have done?
0: Yeah, I've done 48-hour uh, fasting. I've done it twice. So yeah, 48 hours.
2: And are there extra benefits for going on those prolonged fasting protocols?
0: Oh yeah, massive benefits. There's autophagy that is stimulated in the body. Um, where you're basically going in and you're getting rid of all white blood cell count and you're rejuvenating all those all those cells to another level. Um, so yes, absolutely. There's like there's even more science in it of like recycling, um, cycling out dead cells. Like there's so many factors of this sort of thing of completely detoxing the whole body and basically putting the whole body to rest um, and allowing your body to rejuvenate and then amp up a level if that makes any sense there's so many science so much science behind it um yeah. yeah super beneficial
2: yeah i think my understanding is and this is just from watching uh thomas Delauer, is that yeah like you were saying before it's like a recycling of damaged cells and then turning them into new slash stronger cells essentially is that yeah, kind exactly. of what's going on yeah exactly. I think I did, I did a fast, um, only a few weeks ago. I went 67 hours. I think that was, that was a challenge. Like the, um, 48 hour mark, like I felt pretty good up to there, but that last day I, I I could not get my mind off food. It was just like,
0: yeah, it's hard, man. I mean, I know what those two days are like. I mean, I don't know what's longer than that reason. I haven't, I haven't taken it longer because I've lost so much weight that I I don't want to lose any more weight, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah, I know what those are I know what that's like, man. It it really is a challenge.
2: Yeah. And so now you're in the um business of teaching people. So, do you incorporate fasting with your meal plans with the fusion lean stuff?
0: Yeah, it really depends on the client on if they want that or not. But we kind of go through a process of like starting off with like maybe 12-hour fasting, not much fasting at all, just to adapt to adapt to the keto diet. Then we go to um, sixteen eight or uh, sixteen to eighteen hour fasts. Then we go from there to maybe one meal a day or the carnivore diet or you know adjustments. However,
2: yeah, okay, so you're like slowly easing them into it. And um, what I think is really cool if you if you none of you guys have seen uh, Logan's Instagram, which is at Fusion Lean, uh, this is something. This is like one of the first things I noticed about you. I think it was how I first came across you. And I was doing keto, I'm, you know, I'm searching for meal ideas, I'm on the Instagram, and I see this plate of food and it's like so perfectly lined up. And that's, it, that's like your trademark, I would, I would say.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it's, um, it's the work I put in every day for that thing.
2: <laughs> was that, do you specifically just line it up for the gram or is, or is that like? Yeah,
0: that's, that's really the only reason is like, I'm like, All right, I'll, I'll get a cool picture for YouTube and Instagram because I'm like, I'm not going to make crazy recipes but i'll make a simple recipe look like a crazy recipe you know so <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah no it, like, it looks really good so check that out if you haven't but um like what you said there you said you're not going to make anything crazy keep it simple do you find that important in terms of dieting itself
0: yeah i mean i think again it depends on the person some people love crazy recipes but i think like if people are just wanting simple things then yes keep it simple keep it healthy keep it enjoyable. You know, if you're putting those things together, that's where it's not even a diet. It's just your lifestyle and you absolutely love it. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's just what I love about doing it.
2: Yeah. Essentially it's about, uh, setting yourself up for success.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: It's obviously you're passionate about helping people find change. If you're doing this as your business, where does that, uh, stem from?
0: Yeah, man. I mean, if I can conquer my own odds, then why can't anybody else? You know, does anybody want to come with me in conquering their own odds? You know, I would say, yes, they do. So come along with me. And that's what helps me. You know, that's what motivates me in investing my time and my efforts into these other people as well.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, and, you're, and I like what you're saying there. like, like do it with me. So is that like one of your emphases when you're coaching people? It's like, Hey, you know, I'm in the mud here with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, here's where I was here's where I am now. I know how to get there. So let's go through this together. You know, so it's like point A to point B, but what's in the middle? Well, here it is right here. Here's what you follow. And I'm, I want I'll do this with you, you know?
2: Yeah. And just out of curiosity, do you have like any other, um, cancer patients that are, uh, your clients or former clients or anything like that that have come through uh, and had any success?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely have had cancer patients, diabetics, um all that all that sort of stuff um and yes i've I've had you know them see great results but obviously i disclose on there that like i'm not a cancer treatment doctor or anything like that but yeah i've had people with all pcos i mean diabetes um uh, gallbladder issues i mean so many different things uh, i've definitely come across
2: yeah and uh, especially like other things that it's been really good for as well that I have heard, like, I mean, definitely diabetes. So my dad just recently uh, got diagnosed as pre-diabetic and I was just at home and I was like, all right, you know what you need to do? You need to stop eating carbs and get on keto.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
2: I might, have to, I might have to send him your way, get him a meal plan.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure, dude, absolutely.
2: But um, one of the other ones I've heard that it's meant to be really good for as well is um, multiple sclerosis. I'm not sure if you're familiar with any of that, but
0: yeah. I don't know much about it, but I have had people say that they have that and they want to know how to fix it. So yeah, I know absolutely.
2: Yeah. And yeah. And in terms of like, so what you're doing out there, so you're promoting the keto and the fasting, do you see this as almost like, um, was like a bit of a purpose for you, like a mission?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that that's why it's like, that's what motivates me is like, I, I feel it happened for a reason, you know? I mean, cause that's, that's what my book is about is like, you know, my, my book in general, I've, I've, I haven't actually told the title, but I will tell the title to you guys on here. So everyone has the the saying of F cancer, you know, it's just kind of a regular American at least, you know, sort of thing is just F cancer. My book's going to be called uh, F cancer, but it'll be crossed off and it'll say thank you cancer. Oh. Um, because, yeah, you know, like we wouldn't be chatting here if I didn't have any cancer. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't even know you, you know what I'm saying? Because it's given me so many opportunities. Um, you know, in, in my life.
2: Wow. Thank you. Cancer is the name of the book. Oh, wow. That is, I really dig that name because some people might not quite understand if I haven't heard your stuff before, but I was watching one of your YouTube videos recently and you were, you were talking about this and it really struck me. You were saying about how you took that cancer, you know, something that, you know, most people are like, oh, you know, F, F cancer, whatever this, you know, and you're like, nah, this was like, my biggest challenge and what you've been able to do with that is turn that into like your biggest strength.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not something that's going to, that's taking me down. It's something that's building me up, you know? So yeah, it's just taking something that's just dirt and a bunch of nothing to gold into a diamond, you know?
2: Mm. Hmm. Would you say it's one of your like bigger driving factors?
0: Or what the cancer in general?
2: yeah, like uh, bouncing back from that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just because, just because I, I, I have, you know, I, I've, I've had cancer or I have cancer, you know, doctors don't even know. Just because that's happened does not mean that I'm, you know, I'm going to be destroyed by it. Doesn't mean that I can't achieve what I want to achieve. Um, you know, I don't know. I may live to be 150 years old, or I may get hit by a bus tomorrow. I have no idea. But what I do know is that in the moment right now of each and every day, I'm going to live it to the absolute fullest and dominate every single day. So yeah, definitely motivates me.
2: And that and that definitely, I suppose, you know, like I said, live life to the fullest every single day. And I suppose that would be one of the reasons why I would say you are likely one of the busiest 22-year-olds in the world. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like that.
2: <laughs> so, um, what, so that was obviously the drawing inspiration to write the book, but when did you start begin to start writing this book like how
0: yeah I uh, started it about a year and a half ago actually um I remember the moment that I was sitting on my couch right behind me I uh I was like you know what I think I could write a book but like, I don't really know what I'll talk about but I think I could do it I was like I'll talk about my story and see where it goes so I started writing it and uh you know I, I, I got really, really stressed about it. And I'm like, oh no, I'm like, I don't even know what to write now. I'm like, oh gosh, this has to be perfect writing. You know, I can't make any errors or whatever. And then, and then, so I was like, you know, hold on, like you're only 21. You haven't even really experienced much to write about, you know, so let's put it aside and we'll come back in a few months. So I, I put it aside for a few months um, and I just kind of, you know, lived my life. And I'm glad that I did that because I experienced so much more new things you know, not for the better, but also for the better, um, that I now have included into the book. And so I came back a few months later and I said, okay, let's, let's, let's get writing again. And so I wrote one page a day and, uh, I just never set any dates, just one page a day. That was it. And I finished it. And now I'm like, wow. All right, let's see what we can do here. And so now I'm working with uh, David Goggins publisher. Um, those that don't know, he's top selling um, so I'm working with his exact team, like all the same people that he works with in my book, and so yeah, it's just coming along. Uh, it's again just a few months away.
2: Are you about to be a best-selling author? Then is that is this happening?
0: That's exactly what's going to happen, hundred percent.
2: I'm rooting for it. Um, so, um, like, I don't like if this is stuff in the book that you don't want to share. Like, oh, I won't go into it. But you said some things happened in between the time you put the book down. To um, coming back to write the book, is there some is there stuff from there that you'd be willing to share? Or,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. You know, I mean, like, I was like, well, you know, I just need to experience more life. And so what I what, what I was going through was, you know, you've achieved this, you've done this, you know, you're you're growing. It's it's amazing. But are you really happy with where you're at? Like, are you really happy with yourself? And it's not that I wasn't happy, but I was always living in severe stress because. I was getting so much social media hate of like, oh my gosh, you're doing this diet thing. That's a load of crap right there. You know, when keto was so new, nobody knew about keto. And I was getting so much hate for it. Um, I really didn't have any friends at all in my life um, because they were all in like college, you know. And so I felt very lonely. I felt very, um, a little worthless. It's like, I I just didn't really have friends, but I had social media. Um, So it really kind of took me down. I spent that time, you know, growing developing and understanding really more what it takes to, to grow as a person.
2: Yeah. So what did you find out it took to help you grow as a person? What were some of the bigger things? Yeah.
0: I mean, new habits, new new habits every day. You know, I, I I would wake up every morning in the past and I would like look at my phone right away. I would respond to the messages and in, in, in the comments like ASAP because I didn't want, you know, to have a comment not responded to, you know, like I was freaking out like that. But now I'm like, well, hold on, look. Either you let the phone in the social media control your mornings or you control your morning. And so I'm like, okay. So I started morning routine, you know, meditation, stretching, push-ups, motivational video, reading, journaling, you know, all that sort of stuff. I started doing that every single day. Helped my day. I started challenging myself. So I'd get out of my comfort zone. I would do certain challenges that would, you know, discomfort me, but help me grow. Um, and I started doing these things over and over again. And that's what's just helped me become so mentally strong.
2: And what what were some of the challenges you give yourself to get out of your comfort zone? Do you have any examples?
0: Yeah, I I got some examples for you. <laughs> I uh, recently I just did one. Uh, I ran thirty miles in one day. Um, oh, yeah. And I, so, long story short, I, and this is actually in my book. But I, I had a friend come up to me randomly one day at the coffee shop that I haven't seen in a while. Long story short, he was like, "Hey, Logan, uh, you know me and me and Jake here. We we were training. We've been training for." doing this 50 miles in one day for a long time now. You want to you join us on Sunday? And I'm like, uh, I, I literally haven't even done cardio in four years. Like, I haven't done cardio at all. I, I just don't need to do cardio. And then they're like, oh, come on. Let's try it. Just see how far you can get. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Where are, like? Where Do I want to challenge myself or do I want to just kind of be satisfied? And I'm like, I'll challenge myself. So, yeah, we ran. I mean, I completed 30 miles. They completed 50 because they trained for this whole thing. Uh, but I ran 30 miles in one day with absolutely no training at all.
2: So hey, man, 30 miles, no training. That's, that's impressive, man. Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, now,
2: now that we've brought this up, I just want to quickly shout out, um, and, uh, one of my old guests from a, a previously released podcast. I had a guy on Chris Dalton. He did 200 kilometers nonstop. So I'm not sure what that is in miles, um, to raise money for a charity, <laughs> he didn 't get to run the whole way, I think his i think his legs were getting a bit too heavy, but he didn 't stop
0: yeah, wow, I wish my- I wish my race was you know money to charity or else I would have made maybe I would have completed fifty, <laughs> yeah.
2: but man, thirty miles that 's a lot i don't think i've ever ran more than about i don 't know five ks <laughs> like really? miles in it's one about, go
0: yeah, it was hard, man, it was so hard
2: running has never been my thing. Yeah. Um, uh, something I want to talk to you about though so you said when you're waking up in the morning um and you'd open your phone like you said it was controlling you a bit so you have is about 170,000 followers on Instagram
0: Yeah about that 160ish thousand
2: and you're and you're still there out there trying to get back to every DM every comment or
0: Yeah yeah man I'm I'm always trying to I mean that's kind of what I do for a living you know it's just engaging and being there for clients and and other people so yeah
2: yeah, um, so this is a question I asked uh, Goody. Um, he actually didn't want to answer this. He said it's too much, but um, I'll ask you this. Do you have any idea roughly what your screen time is with your phone?
0: Um, as far as Instagram?
2: Oh ju- Yeah, yeah. we'll say just Instagram.
0: Uh, I think it's like three and a half hours, four-ish hours.
2: Okay. You see, at the end, I don't even think that's that bad because um, I think a lot of people spend roughly about the same amount of hours. I think it's somewhere like two and a half to three hours a day is like the average screen time for a person. I might've got that completely wrong. I've only just heard that number thrown out before, but for someone like you with a lot of followers, who's actually running it as a business and doing that productively, that's, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah. I I literally don't even spend time scrolling through my pictures. Like I I literally don't even, that's not how I I even use Instagram. So
2: yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, it could be a lot longer. (laughs) But yeah, you said it was controlling morning because the other thing I was saying was it is really like a double-edged sword What we have um, with these devices, with all the social media, I think, because there's so much potential to be able to get so much done and to have so much good out there. So let's say someone like you, you know, you're out there on Instagram every single day, you're posting something useful, you're posting some, something that could help somebody that could potentially change their life. Um, and what a lot of us will probably do on our smartphones myself included is we'll scroll all the way down to instagram feeds our Facebook feeds yeah. my my advice is I watch too much YouTube
0: <laughs> oh really yeah well I mean I watch YouTube too but I like to you know when I eat I just make my meal sit here and watch youtube It makes it fun
2: <laughs> that's all I do I think for like the last five years of my life I don't think there's a meal I've eaten without YouTube <laughs> in front of me
0: yeah yeah it's, it's my TV time you know it's like just this- Right here, just chilling. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's cool, man. That's cool. But yeah. All right. And so moving forward, um, I've noticed recently what you've been uh, posting a lot of is the books you've been reading. So I wanted to ask, is there a particular book that's one of your favorites or one that might have influenced you the most?
0: Uh, I would say How to Win Friends and Influence People, I would say is one of my favorite. Um, Gosh, I got so many books. I would say, you know... um, Be One Thing, I would say one that's called Ego is the Enemy. I would say uh, The Obstacle is the Way. Um, Those are just some of the ones off the top of my head that are just amazing, amazing books.
2: Yeah, okay. Um, How to Win Friends and Influence Them. I've had that one recommended to me a few different times. What was it about that book that you liked?
0: It's just kind of like putting yourself into a different perspective and understanding like, you know, when we get into arguments, you know, it's like we, we never really put ourselves in somebody else's shoes. Mm. And it, I haven't read it in a while. It was one of my first books, but that is just, it's, it just changes your mind in so many ways that you never really thought. Um, yeah, man. It just correlates to every, almost every facet of your life. It, it's really powerful.
2: Mm. I wish I could read every day. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm a bit of a lazy reader. So for me, audio books is generally what I do. I do like to read, but, um, uh, so you have read "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins, haven't you?
0: Oh yeah, that was another one of my favorite books. Yeah, nah.
2: That's that was one of my favorite books. Have you listened by any chance? Have you checked out the audio version of that one?
0: No, I haven't, but um, I know how that kind of goes. It's his, it's him doing it.
2: Yeah, they. It's almost like they break up sections of the book and do like a mini podcast. It's really cool. It's one of the. It's one of the cooler things I've come across. Yeah. Are you going to do an audio book of yours?
0: Yeah, I think think we might do that. I I can't remember exactly, but I think down the road is when we we, we might bring that on.
2: Okay. Are are you thinking about um, doing the narration yourself or?
0: I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would say if if, if we did do that, I would say, yeah, probably me.
2: And so the other thing you've recently gotten yourself into is um, business coaching. What got you started into that?
0: Yeah. So I, you know, I I guide people in starting their own six figure online fitness business. You know, I show them like, Hey, if I'm able to do this, you can do it too. There's nothing special about me. Like I want to show you exactly how I've done this. If this is something you want, like I guide you through my whole process that's gotten me to where I am now. And, um, you know, people are absolutely loving it. I'm, my clients are seeing great results. Um, it's just so much fun to see their success, um, without having crazy amount of followers, without, you know, being, you know, YouTube popular, whatever. Like, it's just so much fun to go through this with them.
2: Yeah. And did you teach yourself how to start um, your own online business yourself? Yeah, I I literally
0: did. I just experimented, tried, tried and tried. And obviously it helped grow me in, in many ways doing that.
2: Yeah. And what sparked your initial idea to start your own online business?
0: I just saw other people doing it, you know, and I was like, well, I want that, you know, I don't want to go to a, a job or I don't want to like go to the same place every single day. I want to just do what I want to do, where I want, when I want and how I want.
2: Yeah. And would you um, like, here's another question. Would you be doing this now? Um, if you hadn't have been diagnosed or would you have been on a complete different path right now?
0: I I still think I would be doing something like this. I don't know. I mean, I definitely would, I've always had an entrepreneur mind, so I definitely would have an online business, but I don't know what it would be about. You know, I, it probably wouldn't be nowhere near keto or anything like that. So yeah, I mean, I've always been an entrepreneur.
2: You're doing, what'd you say? 4,000 calories a day. You would be one of those, if it fits your macro guys.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, probably man.
2: (laughs) For sure. And what are some of the challenges that you come across now on a day-to-day basis with what you're doing?
0: Oh man i would say being patient um you know that's kind of my one of my weaknesses is just being patient you know i gotta realize like hey look like you're coming out the book it's gonna be here in a few months relax the the day will come you know live in the present moment and know what you have right in front of you so yeah i would say just being patient man is is really something i'm working on
2: Hmm. and i don't know if you haven't answered this but why would you say it's important to live in the present moment
0: yeah, I mean if we're not living in the present moment, then when are we ever happy? We're always chasing something. So, you know, it's like, you know, if we're living in the future, we're always stressed. If we're living in the past, we're always probably hurt or we're feeling weak. But if we're living in the present, is when we can start actually being happy. So,
2: yeah, and that kind of makes you grounded. And I think that go that might go back to what you were saying in terms of like fasting. You said Um, when you fast, you feel more grateful. Is that because you're less focused about your next meal and like, yeah, that that gets me all the time. Like I'll be at work and you know, like, let's say I know what I'm eating for breakfast. I have my lunch meal prep and it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, what am I going to cook for dinner tonight? Oh, how's it going to fit my macros today? Oh shit. Yeah. I still need to go to the gym. And it's like, yeah, the the mind starts racing.
0: Exactly, man. That's, that's why I absolutely love fasting. Hmm.
2: And the other thing too, this is something I make a conscious effort of is to put the phone away. I really believe when people are are constantly on their phones, you like miss out on being in the present moment because you're trying to be somewhere else almost, you know, you're talking to somebody else or being engaged somewhere else. So like um, something that I always try and like, you know, maybe encourage friends of mine to do as well is just, hey man, you're stressed all the time and you're always worried. Like if you ever thought to just put your phone down, take a step outside and just go,
0: yeah, yeah, I know. I do that all the time, dude. I really do. It's it's amazing.
2: Yeah, man. It's it's funny, like how much for granted we take. Just you know, being present, being grounded. Like,
0: no, for sure, dude. It really, it really is powerful. You know, it's it's how you grow. It's how you create the best version of yourself. Hmm.
2: And what do you think is the most important thing in terms of um, personal growth and development?
0: I mean, it's it's every facet of your life: your diet, your habits, the people you're around, the things you are doing on a daily basis, the action you're taking, um, and being consistent with it.
2: Yeah, and let's say someone listening, you know, they're thinking, you know, I'd like to make some form of change in my life. You know, I want to grow personally. Is there anything you would, you know, recommend as like a starting point? Like, what would be the first thing you tell someone that says, "I want to make change in my life"?
0: Yeah, I mean, you want to make change, so like, stop waiting and start doing. You know, people think like, I got to wait for the right time, the right day. No, it's right now. Take advantage of right now and make the change happen. Don't wait for it because it's never going to come to you. You have to go get it, you know?
2: Yeah, no, everything out there in life is just there to get like when you want it. So that's something that I realized too. I mean, I'm still new trying to start my own podcast, but like one of the things that I learned very quickly um, was that, you know, if I want to do this, I just have to do it like you know if I want to talk to this person I just have to reach out to them yeah exactly I mean you just got to take risks I mean 100% yeah and at the end of the day half the time what what you might internalize as a risk isn't even really a risk no I know it's an opportunity really is what it is I'm going to shout out another podcast real quick um school's over now what Sean Anthony is a host he just had GC Grant Cardone on um a couple Mm. weeks ago on an episode. I think I just saw you're reading his book, aren't you? Yeah,
0: I am right here. The 10X rule.
2: <laughs> right X, one. The 10X rule. I, need, I, might, I might have to get myself into that. But um, what, what he said on there, which I thought was so powerful, is like, if you're going to make a mistake, make it fast so that you can hit the bottom and then bounce right back up. And I was like,
0: yeah. Damn. exactly. That's awesome. I love that.
2: Yeah. So do you like, because we were talking about this in video recently, do you still fear failure?
0: Um if I fear failure, I know what it takes to defeat fear and that's action, that's continued hard work. Um so fear or failure has definitely been a fear of mine, but I know how to face it and I know how to be its controller, be its 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 pilot and not let fear control me.
2: Mm. I like that. Yeah, I've heard that before, taking action is the antidote to fear. I like that one. Yeah, 100%. So what type of action do you take on a daily basis? Like,
0: (laughs) Oh, I mean, it's my hard work through social media, you know, the content, my diet, um, you know, habits, you know, on a day-to-day routine is just continued hard work, you know, doing the same thing again on getting bigger and better results. You know, it's consistency. Hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, from uh, Grant's book, do you have any takeaways yet? I'm not sure how far off through the book are you, but is there anything in there that's really stuck out to you yet? Or yeah, I mean, it's called taking massive action, not just taking action. It's
0: called massive action, and that's 10xing your goals, 10xing your day-to-day life in every facet. You know, don't set little goals; set extremely massive goals. And if you set extremely massive goals and you slightly fall short of an extremely massive goal, then boom, you already exceeded your first expectations. Because when we set little goals, we set little limitations and then we, our mind is shifting towards just achieving the goal and not exceeding it.
2: So yeah, take massive action and massive goals. Massive action and massive goals. Okay. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's big. Yeah. Cause I think I'm someone myself. Sometimes I think I've tried to be too ambitious with some things I set myself and um, generally I just end up getting intimidated, but you know, that's something I might take into consideration. Yeah. Would you recommend that book? Oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. It's a great book. I love it. All right, I think that might have to be the next one on my reading list then.
0: Yeah, dude, check it out. It's it's definitely a killer one.
2: All right, and all right. So I understand you must be damn hungry. You're like what twenty? What are you? you near know, twenty two hours fasted now.
0: Oh, I mean, I, I broke the fast at like twenty one.
2: But oh yeah, okay. <laughs> add some snacks. What, what what what's the snacks? What's what's your favorite keto snack?
0: Uh Peely nuts. Peely nuts um, are definitely my favorite. Peely nut butter, I love. Pork rinds, you know, those are just great keto
2: snacks. I love them. Mm, Yeah, I do like pork rinds. And you also have a big emphasis on organic food. Am I correct on that?
0: Yeah, yeah, organic food. I, I only buy a very high quality food because, you know, we can always put in numbers. We can say, oh, I'm eating this many carbs and this many this and that. But it's really what are you putting in your body is the question. So, yeah, I I definitely buy organic food, 100%. Yeah.
2: Uh, Definitely one thing uh, doing keto opened my eyes up to is just how much, like, junk, like, the normal person eats on a day-to-day basis. I know. It's bad,
0: man. It really is bad. It's crazy.
2: And, like, and, I mean, it's crazy because, you know, Australia has just gotten just as bad as America in terms of the um, obesity epidemic as well. and. Mm. I mean, it's. I'm torn between like you almost like can't blame people because it's almost like we're brought up to, you know, think that these are fine foods to eat constantly. You know, like fast food so cheap, snack food so cheap. You want to buy something good? Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. Like at my local grocery store, I I end up spending more money on vegetables than meat.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Me too. I mean, it's like you. I'll, I mean, no, I know 100% what you're talking about, dude. Yeah.
2: But if I wanted to just snack out on a bag of chips or some chocolate, man, it's going to cost me a couple of dollars. Like it's no hurt for the wallet.
0: Yeah, I know. It's awesome. I love pork grinds. Mm. <laughs> yeah, dude.
2: But um, yeah, no, at the end of the day, yeah, it's just one of those difficult things. But, you know, I would hope that maybe sometime in the future, we either make healthy food more affordable or we at least educate people more on their food choices. Mm. I think eat their way to an early grave. And some of them probably do it unknowingly as well.
0: Oh, no, you're hundred percent, dude. I mean, cause we,
2: you know, at least living in America,
0: it's, it's really bad in America. Just so many food options are right in front of us and we're always taking advantage of whatever it is. You know, it's like, Oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. You know, you don't need it, but you want it.
2: So yeah. Not to mention marketing cause it's always in your face as well.
0: Absolutely.
2: One we've got in Australia at the moment, you know, Domino's pizza hmm they got text message marketing and like if you if they get your phone number once you get like I, I still get it um you get like three of them a week geez <laughs> more and it's like I'm just sitting there thinking like man if I wasn't more disciplined dude like
0: <laughs> yeah no I know exactly what you're talking about yeah I, I we we have those here as well
2: so yeah all right well look I think I think it's been a great chat. So if people want to find you, where can we find you?
0: Yeah. uh, Instagram, just look up Logan Fusion Lean. I'll be on Instagram there or YouTube is just Logan Sneed. Um, They'll find me there as well. So yeah.
2: And, And can I get you guys to do me a favor? If you have enjoyed this podcast and if you've learned something today, can I get you to take a screenshot on your phone of you having a listen to this? And I want you to tag out Logan at Fusion Lean. Let him know that you're tuning in. I want you to tag out me at Galloway's underscore Take. And if you've got something to learn, let me know. And if you want to reach out, hit us up, hit me up on the DMs. I don't know, hit Logan up on the DMs. You got questions, you'll answer. All right, man. And when's your book dropping again? Just one more time?
0: Yeah, late August or early September. There's not an exact date yet. We'll have that probably in about a month.
2: Probably in about a month. All right. Okay, I look forward to it. So, Also, if you're out there, go cop a copy of Logan's book if you're listening um, I will be. I'll be giving it a read. And yeah, we've got a future number, uh, New York Times number one bestseller <laughs> right that's here.
0: That's the goal.
2: That's the goal. All right. All right that's all for today.
0: All right. Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: All right, guys. That is the conclusion of today's show. I hope you have enjoyed. And if you have made it this far, thank you so much. But hold up. If you did make it this far, then that means one thing. You enjoyed today's show. I know you did. So make sure you go give this show a rating and review on whatever platform you've listened on and please share this with somebody else who you think could have be impacted by this story or could learn something from this conversation. And don't forget, take a screenshot, put it up on the Instagram story tag at logan__fusionlean and at underscore Take. I'll see y'all next week.